Life is sweet. Let it sweep you off your feet. Hi, you're listening to Find Your Joy. If you're looking for ways to thrive rather than survive in a world that can seem rather chaotic, you're in the right place. We will be sharing stories of our own as well as those from guests who have found ways to bring hope, healing, and freedom into places where trauma has impacted them. I'm Allie, author of The Art of Healing Trauma, and I'm here to remind you that life is sweet. Now, let's dive in and find ways to create our joy. Hi, this is Allie and Find Your Joy. And oh, what a treat today. Um, we have a powerhouse of a woman, Nicole Roth, a.k.a. Becky Beach. Uh, Becky, well, Nicole is Becky Beach, the wrestler with 365 Wrestling. And I am really excited to hear uh, all about how you got into this and um, share this with our listeners. Nicole, welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, I'm so excited too. I, 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 um, you know, briefly for people don't probably know this yet really about me, but, um, my son and grandson got into wrestling and that'll be another story for another day, but that's how we started going to wrestling. I didn't, you know, when my kids were into wrestling, when I, when they were younger, I didn't pay it a lot of attention. I didn't, it, I wasn't drawn to it. And then I went to watch my son and I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. So that's how I found out about wrestling now. What about you? How did, how did, how the heck do you get into it as a over 19 year old woman? <laughs> well, actually super, super similarly to you. So my now husband, but then guy I was going on third date with right. uh, told me um, that he said there's something that's really important to me and I'd like you to experience it one time but if you don't like it then that's okay you don't need to go ever again but you should know that it's going to be a part of my life and I went okay I'm not entirely certain what I'm getting into but let's do it let's see he hadn't told me that it was wrestling he just sort of prefaced it with this and then he says we're going to a live wrestling show and again I sort of went okay and then my brain flashed through all the times that I'd made fun of you know men running around in their underwear and, <laughs> and all this stuff and and just the over-the-top antics and and you know oh it's fake it's this it's that um and then I went and I am a former theater geek um Yay. I, I spent most of my time I did classically trained singing um I was on stage I, I performed in in musicals I love musicals and the minute that the show started I was like oh this is this is theater this is performing arts this is magic um and the way and it's participatory theater so I'm also a really big Rocky Horror Picture Show fan so like anything where I can yell back at people is my favorite thing in the wide world so I was hooked immediately um I found a while back I found photos from the first night that I'd ever seen wrestling and you can see my arms crossed kind of like face of like I'm not really sure for like the first match and then afterwards there's me just like smiling laughing like yelling things back at people and I was hooked um that was about that was in 2018 
Um, shortly thereafter, we just started going to more and more shows and then sort of fell away from it. Um, my husband had a traumatic brain injury, um, ended up with a concussion. So we sort of had to pull away from the world for quite a while. And then 2020 happened. And uh, 2020 was a year of just, uh, everybody knows, just insanity, right? Like, and, and what we needed more than anything else was the world became so real. Everything was real. Everything felt real. Uh, you couldn't watch a TV show that was based in some fake world without having it based somewhere in reality. And I remember to myself, I said, I need something that's a full, true, real escape. Like something that's just like, not, absolutely nothing about it is real. And I remember wrestling. And I said to my husband at the time, I said, can we just watch wrestling? Like, just can we just find wrestling on TV and put it on? Because it's the storylines. Are are they're not? And there's a big conversation about fake, not fake, all that sort of stuff. But the storylines are made up, and it's it's classic good guy, bad guy, who comes out on top, right? But there's nothing that's really based in reality, right? There's no there's no this person whose politics are this versus this person whose politics right. are this. It's just, this is a bad guy. This is a good guy. Who do you want to win? You know, like how, who's going to win? How long is it going to take them to win? Um, and, and that to me, was like, it just, it, it was everything I needed in that moment. And with that, we started going to live shows again and it clicked on me while I was watching Liza Hall wrestle up in Campbell, Campbell river for, maybe 40 people you know and I was watching her give this amazing performance for 40 people right and this is somebody who performs regularly for you know over 600 people and, and right. around the, the world wrestling right and I, I thought to myself I think I could do this and I think I could have fun doing this um so I I, I approached uh Mike Besher who's the the trainer um up in in Campbell River and I just sort of asked can I try this out and two two years later here I am oh my gosh yeah. and you're so like it, it's just to me it's just fascinating like the the athleticism is like it, I I I think I knew you know I I mean I remember the Hulk Hogan's and the Randy Macho Man Savage like I remember these people I can remember thinking like they're built and things like that but to watch it live and to see the athleticism and 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 just how it all plays out, I was blown away. I was like, oh my gosh, this is it's it's like like you said, okay, maybe it's not real, but it's it's theater, it's it's acting. And when they are crashing, that's real. When they're jumping and flipping, that's real. Um, you know, whatever storyline is behind that. I love that you put it rightfully where it belongs with with theater and entertainment, because then it isn't really about fake anymore. When I go to a movie, I guess I could say it's fake, but that's not the point of it. The point is for us to get caught up in the story. That's the whole point of it. And that's the point of this. I love that you pointed that out because that is so much of it. So I'm going to, um, you were so, I'm going to ask this. So around what age were you when you started doing this? Because you're, you had said to me, like, you're not, you know, I can see 15 year olds doing this, but now me, I'm much older. Like I, I'm in my sixties, man. I, I, I trip and it hurts <laughs> when I'm watching, when I'm watching you, like you guys are lifting people over your head. 
like women and men are combating and it's smashing against things. And it's like, holy crap, that's got to hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And, and training to do it hurts and, and hitting that mat, the, the ring in and of itself, the ring is just steel, wood and foam covered by a vinyl or canvas mat. Right. So it's all in how we've trained um, yes. to take it, but, but there is no point of it. Part of it that I would go, oh, well, it's a walk in a park. It's lovely. It's it feels like you're falling on a pillow. Like <laughs> no, like absolutely not. But um, but we are trained to do it. Um, we we start small and build up to some of those big moves that you see. Um, uh, yeah. So I'm I started much later than most people. Right. Start with this so uh, all of my sort of compatriots who started training with me were kind of 19 to like their mid-20s right uh, I started at so I'm 37 now and I started two years ago so I was 35 when I started right right um, yeah yeah uh, and, which and, when I'm think when I'm thinking that it's not like I mean 35 that's like 30 years younger than me it's young <laughs> but it's not young for a person just starting to do that kind of that kind of athleticism and and that degree of getting tossed around so let's talk a little bit about becky beach how did how did you come up with her who is she tell tell us a little bit about who she is and and who she is to you yeah yeah becky and i are the same we're here to participate uh becky is all the parts of me that I can't always bring out. In my day job, I'm a program director for a a local nonprofit. Um, So Becky is is me turned up to 20. Um, So all of that enthusiasm that you see in the ring, the sort of Labrador retriever enthusiasm of like, (laughs) let me be in there. That's me. Um, Becky started out as sort of an idea of being an entitled millennial. So I grew up in the era, um, and Becky uh, also then grew up in an era where everybody got a trophy. All you had to do was show up, and you got a trophy. And so there's a part of Becky that feels like um, just by showing up, I deserve a ribbon. But also, you do too. Like, we all deserve (laughs) a ribbon because we're all here. And isn't that amazing, right? And at the same time, there are days where Becky shows up, and Becky says, Okay, I'm here. Like now, give me my ribbon. I don't actually want to, you know. Like this is this is as much as much as you get. You maybe travel all the way to a small town, you know, and this is what you get. So, um, it really depends on on. But Becky's always here to participate. She's always there to try. She's always um, uh, but she also expects to get something from it. Okay, and when she doesn't get what she wants from it. You might see Becky get mad. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I started with with an idea that Becky was sort of ten years away from becoming a Karen. Ah. So she she's sort of right on that cusp. Always. She's a Karen in um, training. Yeah, exactly. So she, so I'm always sort of on that cusp of like, when is that gonna like? When might that um, switch? Right. Right. Like when could at any given moment, right? Like somebody could do something that, you know, stops me from participating. Right. What what happens when I don't get to participate? What happens when, you know, you never know. Right. That Becky just, yeah, she's so, there to participate. So she's kind of, she's, r- remind me of, they're not 
um, heroes and villains. They are in what's it called in in um, wrestling lingo? In wrestling lingo, we call ourselves heels and faces. Heels and faces. So the heels of bad guys, yeah. faces are the good guys. Yeah. And so, would you is does Becky kind of land in the middle somewhere? Um, or is she still a face? Almost always a face. Yeah, that's what I thought of her too. But when you're describing this other part, I'm going, yeah, she does. She just yeah. can't be a little cranky. <laughs> yeah, always, always trying to be there. To yes. Um, I Becky, I had a realization when I was in the ring um, a while back. I kept running away always, right? And and there was a realization as I looked at the little kids out there as I was running away with my ribbon and I'd taken it because I'd shown up, I'd participated. But when I look at the kids, I realize that I'm not, if I'm not really trying my absolute hardest, you know, then I'm not, you know, I'm, 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 I'm doing a disservice to the to the fans. If I keep running away, I gotta stay in that ring and try to participate as best I can. So, right. Yeah. And that's another thing that I found really amazing when I went there. It's just what a family night this is. Like, I don't know. Again, I didn't I didn't realize it, but when I started going, we started going to watch our son and our grandson and all of that. Well, they all go, him and his wife and kids, both kids go, and then their friends come. Our granddaughter's softball team pretty much comes to everyone. Our daughter now goes to it. Her friends come to it. We go, and here's, so, and when we're we're there, I, I watch these little kids, and they're dressed up as their favorite person, and they're just, they're alive. They're so engaged and they're so excited. And when they get the high fives, when they come by, they're so thrilled. It would, it was, my gosh, it's like they're just meeting like Mick Jagger or something. They're so excited. Oh, I loved that. And, and here's another thing that was interesting. I like grown men and I'm talking like, our like my husband and my like our age like we're grandparents my husband sees guys that he, he he's in the in the military right and he he sees guys that he has sailed with and stuff for years like older adults like our age older adults and these guys are in it they're they are in it all the way they yeah. are like so yelling and they're so enthralled and it is like Wow, that's exciting. Yeah. And that's when we know that we've done the job right, right? Um, and it's it like like I said, it's participatory theater. We need that. We thrive off of it the same way that that any artist thrives off of that connection with the right. fans and with, with people. Um and and they the what the energy they give to us. Um and it's almost um as if they're playing a role too, right? I think, um, yeah, I think so. I think yeah. I think that's a really, really, um, really astute observation. Like that's exactly, especially I'm going to guess with the heels, because the people who become engaged with them and the booze and all of that stuff, and it's just great. Like they they walk around and they have this whole attitude about them and everybody's booing them and kind of getting a little bit close to their face. But I mean, maybe it goes overboard. I, ha I haven't personally seen that, but I'm sure that people get 
you know, um, adrenaline's a funny thing. Um, it can, but for the most part, it stays rather okay. I guess there's enough people around to help to make sure of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think there's enough people. I think you're exactly right. There's enough people who sort of know what's going on um, as sort of, um, they, they understand what's expected and about how far they can go. Right. Right. Because um, right. you can, like any performance, again, right? Like you, different performances, you can get uh, involved in a certain way, but you would never reach out and grab the artist performing on stage, right? right. Like everybody knows that that's the social contract, right? Like, yes. Um, and if you do, somebody's coming out pretty quick to tell you to stop doing that, right? And, right. and that's pretty similar across the board for, for wrestling, right? Like we're going to interact with you, but like the minute you kind of step on a line a little bit, somebody's going to tell you to. to yeah, stop. that and needs to stop. Right? Yeah, because then it becomes unsafe, right? That's not, that's something that we can't control, right? And, and we need stuff that we can control. Right, because we're talking, um, well, I, I can remember being at events where there, I mean, there's ladders involved. People are jumping off ladders. There's been barbed wire involved. There's there's things that are crashing, people getting hit. And so when you think of how much that has to be planned so that there isn't yeah. a, a real serious injury, yeah. that's that's a yeah. lot of work. Yeah, it's it's a slim margin of error for the stuff that we do, um, and so as much as we can, um, and I don't know that control is the right answer, but but something as much as we can sort of look after the variables, right? Um, right. And and one of the biggest variables is the fans. So as long as they're there, kind of helping to police themselves so that they they know just how far they can go, then that's one less thing we have to think about. Um, right. When we're right. out there, because we want to give the best performance we can, right? And and the best performances we can give um, have elements to them that that really um, are are and, and they're not fake, right? They're they're things that are very real. Um, yes, just in a in a, in a controlled ish setting, right? Yeah, I, I'm okay with the word controlled. I mean, it, it, I mean, there's times that control is is uh, you know, if it's in a relationship and it's creepy, then and that's a separate issue. But in terms of making sure that things run and are functioning in the way that they need to, and especially in a in a room. When I'm there and I think of like out in Souk, I think I'm not sure if this is correct. Souk is a, a larger room, so it might not seem as packed as, say, the James Bay. Um, I can't remember what that place is called, but but that the James Bay uh, arena or whatever that room is smaller. So maybe it seems like there's more people in there. But I'm like when I see hundreds of people, literally hundreds of people and me included, I have no voice when I leave there. I'm just like, I, I it's because it's fun to scream. It's fun to do that. It's fun to be engaged that way. It's fun to boo the heels and it's fun to cheer the faces. And it's, and it's just to, to watch it all and cheer for whoever you've decided is, is who you're cheering for at that time. It's fun. And the adrenaline in that room is, is very high. For everyone. Yeah. 
That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. It's uh there is nothing, nothing. And and this includes the times that I, you know, sang in front of, you know, sold out audiences in auditoriums. Um there is nothing like standing behind that curtain and listening to the crowd or when the crowd goes quiet and they're just waiting to hear whose music is going to hit. Oh, and then yes. when it's your music and you're coming through and the crowd is just roaring. Um, there's no feeling like it. It is the single biggest shot of adrenaline that you can get you know, um, and then afterwards to have, you know, children and people come up to you and they want to talk to you and they, they, they're, and they want to, yeah, it's just, it's unlike anything else I've ever experienced. That's exciting. So, so now I, I know that you do it in, in, uh, James Bay and in souk and do you travel up island like where else do you, are the shows that so yeah. mostly you're you wrestle with 365 whoa shout out to 365 wrestling <laughs> <laughs> and so where else do you go i mean i i guess everybody does it differently but do you travel yeah here yeah so 365 has a whole bunch of shows booked for next year. Um, and Whistle will be um, in Souk on December 30th. I don't know when this show is coming out, but we'll be in Souk December 30th. Um, and then we are going to start traveling. We'll be in Campbell River, Courtney, uh, Quadra. Uh, we go to Parksville. We're in Duncan. We're uh, back in Victoria again, January 20th for two shows this time on a Saturday. Oh, um, our big thing that's happening is on February 2nd, we'll be in the first Met Fellowship Hall um, on Balmoral. Oh, wow. Downtown Victoria. And it's our biggest show yet. Tons and tons and tons of names have just have been uh, added to the roster. Um, and I think it's going to be just amazing. So you talk about the energy of hundreds of people. Oh, my gosh. Want to see uh, because that energy, we're going to blow the roof off the place. That's going to be so exciting. And I love to see, like you said, when you started, it was like 40 people in the room. Yes, exactly. Well, I was thinking yeah. that, right? And so you 40 people and now, you know, as things have opened up and, and people are able to, but I think too, just to even in the last year or something that I've been watching it, it seems like people are becoming more aware of it. The word is getting out there that not just that we're, you know, people are allowed to gather again, but that this is a really professionally done. These are very professionally done events. And all of you, the, um, the players in the play, the, the, the athletes who are involved in this, uh, you really bring it. Like this is uh, this is so exciting. So where do you see do you like is is where do you see yourself going with this? Is this I mean you already are doing so much. Is this something or are, are where do you go from here? Like do you just I I'll just stop asking the question. I'll give you a chance to answer. Yeah. Well, twenty twenty four is Becky's breakout year. So. Ooh. I've had, yeah, exactly. I'm thrilled. I'm so excited. So in 2024, my goal is to begin sort of um, 
wrestling in other promotions around British Columbia, possibly across Canada, depending on what's sort of happening. I'd love to be able to go down south and, and perform in the Pacific Northwest in some of the um, promotions in the U.S. So that's sort of, that's this year's goal for Becky. It's Becky's breakout year. I'm coming for every belt that I can find, and I'm coming to participate in a promotion near you. Um, that's That's what I would like to do. That's exciting. Yeah. What an amazing, that's an incredible goal. Like that's, that's a big deal. Now, so your job, does that, how does that work around? If you're, um, you've got your job and then do, are you able to work around that you'll be able to keep that day gig or like the rest of us, you know, musicians, as we start to get more gigs, sometimes we have to give up our day gig. So like, do you, how does that all work? Right now it works. Um, and I, I think it will continue to work. I've, I've been really, really lucky to work with the same agency for about 13 years. So um, I'm able to have quite a bit of flexibility with the work that I do. Um, it's it's a, I don't know that I want to give it up necessarily and this is is um as much as I love wrestling um it is a passion for me um but I'm not sure that it will be ever something that can completely replace a day job for me right <laughs> yeah no no I get yeah. that makes sense and and the one good thing about wrestling is it's typically on weekends yes so even if you have to take one of your holidays or what or, or a a flex day or whatever and you can still make it work well then that's awesome so how, how many days do you think you have gone on a monday morning and um <laughs> you had to sit on a pillow or <laughs> it was hard to raise your arms <laughs> recently i got kicked in the jaw by one swear stein um and it uh i thought i had broken it uh i was i was pretty certain i had broken my jaw and um I ended up on a soup diet for a week and a half and um, oh I had to pull out of a couple of shows, but it, it, luckily no, no fracture. I had the CT scans. I had the x-rays, everything, no fracture. Just I had a, a dislocated it. Basically it stretched all the ligaments out. Um, so I don't know how people can say that that's fake when something like that can happen. Oh um, yeah. No, I, I, yeah, it's, I've been there now that I've been there and seen something live. It's not just fake. <laughs> There, there may, there may be a structure around it and, and entertainment. Like, you know, I love that you're comparing it to theater. Um, and I don't know if that's even just a comparison of maybe it's we more of it, an explanation. We, yeah. Help, help we, us to understand. And that's great. Yeah. When we talk to people who don't quite understand what wrestling is, but understand theater, we call it high impact performing arts. High impact. Oh, I have to write that down. High <laughs> impact performing arts. I love that. See, that's exactly what it is. So that's, oh, I love that. High impact performing arts. That's a great way for people to be able to understand a little bit more about what it is. And I would just say if you have not been to wrestling recently, and especially when you're talking up close and personal, like for, you know, if you're listening and you're in the Victoria area or Vancouver Island, I know a lot of listeners are, you know, from around the globe, check out what's local to you because these 
first of all, they're really affordable nights. I mean, they're like, you know, 20, 30 bucks or whatever it is a ticket. So it's a really affordable night. And then you can be very up close and personal. And that's a little bit hard to get any live entertainment when you know, the people that you're going there to see are right there. You're going to be able to talk to them later. You'll get your picture taken with them, get autographs if that's what you like. You can buy some uh, um, bling or whatever, you know, there's there's merch to buy and things like that. So I would really encourage people, if you haven't tried this yet, I'm going to tell you that a woman that I know, um, uh, she, she, she went to, uh, um, I know her through the, through, through the music world, right? She's a, a an amazing um, supporter of all things music. And she, I saw her post that she had gone to um, a, a wrestling night. And now she's hooked. She's like, she's going to every, every single one, right? It, she's just like, this is amazing. She's telling people because that's what happens. If you try it, there is a good chance you're going to really like this. There are very few people that have attended and be like, oh, it's not for me. Yeah. It's, it's just not. It's it's the energy of the crowd. It's what yes. you're watching. It's, it's, I honestly, I say to everybody that like all of my theater friends, I'm like, you're missing out on a whole aspect of what we can do with art, you know, yes. um, because this is amazing. Yeah. I love that you have that previous experience because I, I mean, I don't know what the, you know, what the stats are on that. Like, but I think most people, like my son's an athlete, a lot of the people I see are more, they likely come from that, that angle a little bit more, but it's beautiful that as soon as you saw it, you recognized it for that. Yeah. We we see a ring, you saw a stage. Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I saw, I was told once that I overacted, that I overact too much and that I needed to tone it back a bit. And uh, so then I was like, well, I guess acting's not for me. And then I found wrestling and <laughs> that's the perfect place for me. That's exactly. Oh it's my like gosh. Oh. My English friend uh, likened it to pantomime. If you've oh, ever seen pantomime, yes, yes, pantomime, yeah, because you need to be very um, uh, dram dramatic and large moves and leave nothing to the imagination. You need to show people what's happening, and like you said, with wrestling, um, it is very much like that. There's nothing left to the imagination when someone's getting hung upside down or swung around or bashed into a pole. You can see it like you even before it happens, everybody's face is happening and you're going and you know what's coming. You know, of course, there's often little surprises where something flips it around, but that just makes it even more exciting, right? That it's yeah, that it goes always that way. That the good guy's gonna swing it around somehow, right? There's, yes, there's you do. Oh, are they going to get it? Or is this the time that they switch this around, right? Yes, wow. yes. Oh, yeah. it's exciting. Wow. Well, I was going to call you Becky. <laughs> That's well, right. Becky. Becky, Becky and I are one and the same. It's, it's yeah. very hard to tell the difference most days. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Nicole, I'm just, I just hope a whole bunch of people who maybe didn't know much about this before, I hope that they come. And I, and I just want to say too, I love, you're a powerful woman. 
And I love that you're a powerful woman. And I love that you go out there and you're strong and you're confident. And little girls that are watching and little boys that are watching can see women are strong. Like women can, women are, are competing against men. Everybody's getting tossed around. It's equal. It's, it's really, really, I just love that. So I think that, that it's a really great message for youngsters seeing women and men compete, both being strong. Nobody's being cow, you know, catered to or anything like that. There's a quality strength. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's uh, probably the most important thing to me is showing up in that ring and letting kids see. I, I was, I was the, the the little girl that was a little too tall, a little, a little too big. I was taller than all the boys until until teenagehood. Um, right. You know, and, and showing them that powerful isn't wrong, powerful isn't different. It's it's just it's who we are, right? And and that's how we're born into this world, and it's how we operate in this world, and it should be celebrated. You know, nobody's ever going to use the word dainty with me. I was talking about that with my husband. I was like, I used to dream of being called dainty, and these days I'm owning that like dainty isn't isn't what's going to be used for me, but so many other words will be powerful, right? Um, yes. You know, feisty, you know, and, and all of those sorts of things. And it's so important to me to show uh, the little ones in the crowd that that's what we can do, you know? Yes. Oh, that's, that's a great message. I love that. I love that so much. Wow. I can't believe this has gone by so quickly. I, Nicole, thank you so much yeah, for coming and, and sharing a bit about what it is that you're doing and how you got into it and and uh, and just this great message for young people. I, I think it's 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 just awesome. I can't well, I can't wait to go back again and see, you know, who's the next time and and go horse even more than I normally am and, and scream and yahoo. That was great. So um, what I'm going to make sure that I do is I'm going to make sure that everyone knows how to get a hold of you. They know how to get a hold of the 365 website. I'll be sharing all of the upcoming shows that you have when, when we do post this. This is going to be in a few weeks from now. And I will make sure that everybody knows how to get a hold of you because I am thinking there's going to be a couple of young women who are going to go, wait a second. I didn't know this was a possibility. Yeah, yeah. And, and we need more women. There's only yeah. three of us on the island. Um, so we're we're standing toe-to-toe -to -toe with the boys because they're the only ones who will come out and play with us. So we That's need right. Women. Um, and, and women's wrestling is on the rise. And um, I think it's, it is an important message to share right now. Right now, especially an important message to share when we're talking about body positivity and loving yourself and, and being all of who you are at all times, right? Yes. Um, it's it's so important to just be able to stand out there and, and claim your space. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love that. Thank you so much. Thank Thanks. you. Oh, well, uh, Nicole, Becky, all of you, <laughs> thanks so much for being here. And this is Allie and Find Your Joy. And thanks so much for coming out and listening to us today. Find your way to a, a wrestling match. I promise you won't be disappointed. 
take good care and do know that you are loved. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you found a piece of your joy in this episode, I would love to hear about what came up for you so that we can continue to grow the impact of this show. Thanks again. See you soon. And remember, find your joy. Thank you.